How hard did you push it? Till I black out? Yes. Numerous times, yes. Happening municipals. This is Big C and Ashton in the big house. Yeah. AKA Big C's new home um, <laughs> in is Oregon. That, is that what it's called the big house. It's called the big house. Since it's Big C's house, it's called the big house. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be here. Uh, you were saying the last time we did a podcast in person, it was we were in the Lions. Lions in. We we're in the Lions in in um coos bay yeah when we were out doing our our trip up here when i moved back to portland a little over a year ago it was a little over a year ago yeah that that hotel was overpriced and not great sorry Paolo and andre is just being to be honest uh conditions were a bit tough but yeah i remember that day you were talking i mean i think that podcast came out okay but I think we got like almost no sleep my whoop recovery was one percent we walked 36 holes and we were super super tired so uh yeah but it's it's great to do this in person and uh it's really fun we can talk about it but it's really fun to to see your home like i've i've <laughs> for not knowing you a long time i've sat with you or i've been with you i've spent the night at your apartment in antioch yep i've been to your portland apartment twice yep the first time there were boxes because you're moving in the second time there are boxes because you're moving out. And now I've come to your house where there's boxes. So I'm pretty excited. I'm sure you are too to come when the boxes are gone and this will be your home. So yep. Salem, Oregon, this is this is it. This is it. This is it. Yeah, really excited to uh, be settling down with the wife and, you know, with uh, Lil C on the way. Um, I don't know if we've actually told the... You have. We have. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So with little C on the way, um, it's nice to have kind of a place to call home. And I feel so much more relaxed driving into my driveway instead of into an <laughs> underground parking garage. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of trust in you because, I mean, again, no cops will be or no thieves will be listening to this. But my golf clubs are in the trunk of your car, which is not in the garage. Like, so... You know, but if the clubs get stolen, I have a wonderful club fitter who <laughs> who can help me a little bit. But yeah, I know I know what you mean. You said it last night. We walked outside for a second and just still. Yes. Which uh super quiet. I mean you know, not a rowdy neighborhood, really suburban. And I know it's not for everybody, but I am definitely a suburban guy. Yeah. I, I think it fits me very well. I love to manicure my lawn and barbecue and I, yeah. do the normal dad things. I was going to say, as you give the people some context, the things I've noticed since I've been here, we'll just not even notice the things we've you've said. We pull in today, you just go, ah, got to mow my lawn. Should have never heard you say. Uh, yeah, you, you made us a, a wonderful dinner today and you were uh, talking about your barbecuing skills, which were not really funny. Your barbecue skills were great but couldn't really see the barbecuing skills in your your previous uh home establishment so that was fun and i just think it's important to know that uh when chris went to the back for a while he put his hair in a ponytail so that's where we are now and uh this is a golf podcast so i can say this most people have no fucking clue but he looks like mar it's like if george washington and marcel seam had a baby that's kind of what we'll see 
Marcel Seen plus Washington. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, I that, that would be a, a tough scene. But at breakfast today, we did see a 75-year-old man hooked like a 75-year-old baby. Yeah, that was an interesting take. And, and another <laughs> man um, complaining about a 10-minute wait because he forgot it was Father's Day weekend and to never go to breakfast. Why are we going to breakfast on Father's on, on Day weekend? Sol- yeah, on he, a holiday weekend. He brought his Kindle. Yeah. He brought his Kindle for like a 10 or 15 15 minute wait, but. And him and his wife were debating if they've replaced the batteries in the, um, in their fire alarms in their, in their house. That's going to be you in like six months. No, no, we're not that boring yet. No, no, not us. I mean, also if nothing else, I don't think those people leave this town and you're going to leave this town because of golf, which is, you know, not the reason I came up here, but it's been, uh, we're kind of towards the end of our we sandwiched it into your trip here yeah 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 so for context i was here for i mean in total i'll be here for nine days front half is for liz's brothers uh liz's brothers alex uh, that's not how it said liz's brother alex his graduation uh from oregon state go beeves which just makes me giggle um i this is probably inappropriate but i can say this uh, I guess there are no rivals to the Bulldogs, so it's not no, like you have any any no. issue there. No, I mean, and it's a house divided in her house. But I do have to sort of drive by shoot Liz and say, when I was giggling about Go Beeves at the graduation, she didn't know what that was. So if you don't know what that is either, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Or this is a family podcast, kind of. But yeah. I swear a lot for a family podcast, but yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, go to go to Urban Dictionary to get yourself a giggle. But Liz was like, "What? What about what about Beaver?" And I'm just like, "Babe, I, I don't know what that." I, I can't. I'm not going in an explanation here in the graduation. Bees, yeah, and bees. But yeah, and then middle of the week, uh, have been working here uh, from from Liz's parents' house, hanging out with them, seeing some people, uh, fitting in some golf with you, and spending the weekend in Salem with you while Liz is on a bachelor bachelorette in um, Bend. Sun River is that Sun River is in part of Bend, yes. Yeah, which ironically, to make it again about golf, they had uh, the the bachelorette ended up at a golf course. You you knew it, yeah. So they're actually at the Crosswater um, Resorts. There you go. So there's multiple golf courses out there. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk. To be clear, this podcast will not be deep dives. We're gonna kind of save this for the for the coming weeks. But we'll kind of kind of talk about a little bit about what we've done so far. Um, but this is going to be a four part series. We've got four courses that we're going to talk about, um, through the series. And I'm really excited to get into it. Mm -hmm. Um, just because I think all the courses, one thing you're going to see a running occurrence is me talk mad shit about Peter again. Um, Peter Jacobson comes up a lot, um, through this. Like we'll talk about some (sighs) of these takes, but (laughs) yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still fuck you, Peter. So, yeah. Speaking of family podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chris's quote was, um, he said that if he ever sees Peter Jacobson, he's going to tell him to fuck you and fuck you to his face and turn around. So, so we shall see. But well, I- we will say, and I know we're a public golf podcast, but we did have the privilege. Uh, oh, one yeah. of my customers. I didn't know if you were going to say Yeah. This. One, one of my customers got us out to, probably one of the most elite country clubs. So you absolutely know me and Ashton were fish out of water here. It, 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 
it was a very awkward I, I felt awkward until I think we got on the course. Yeah, for sure. I, I didn't feel I, I wouldn't say I felt unwelcome, yeah. but I just didn't no. feel like it was my place to be. No. And for context, this is uh, a Waverly Country Club. um, And it was, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't know too much about it. Uh, I honestly didn't even remember or know about Tiger's Am. I mean, I I guess I had seen the videos. I did not really put that together. But yeah, it was a a really special place. I mean, exactly what you'd expect. It was a Channel Regan design. Uh, Gil Hans renovated it or restored it, whatever terminology you want to use back in 2012. Um, you could definitely see, obviously the original routing was wonderful. Gil hands bunkers everywhere. Um, greens were immaculate. It, it's just a really well-designed golf course that, you know, if anybody listens to this, they know how much we, you know, how much we love a good piece of golf architecture. And I think this is on the private sector of Portland, probably one of the best, um, and highest levels of golf architecture in the area. Yeah. So it it was a privilege to be able to get out there. Definitely. It was, you know, not our scene. Um, but the golf course, once you're out there and on your own, it, it, you know, it felt just like any other. Totally. And and to be clear, like like Chris said, we felt very, very comfortable. It's just more of, you know, it's like, especially for me growing up in the South, having been to private clubs where with my tattoos, I've sort of been looked down on, you know, I just told Chris, I, I made sure to, uh, <laughs> I kept my pullover on until we got to like hole three or four. I wasn't yeah. got to like proudly march in. And look, again, that's a whole separate discussion. I, I think my philosophy where I net on this is I want to play the course. I want to see it. I will put on my sort of monkey suit for the, the afternoon and like it's their place, right? It's like, it's your place you have to do what you want. And again, no one told me to do that. That's just sort of what I did, but, but to bring it, I think to, I think some overall themes be a good thing to talk about like themes for our trip. The thing that I can identify through, I've played one, two, three, three public tracks so far. Um, obviously if you can get out to Waverly, do it. Conditions are amazing. Yada, yada, yada. But I think what I found so far is I think that the, um, the floor for Portland golf is is very, very high. Um, and and we'll, we'll talk about, again, when we dive in, we'll talk more about cost Hint, hint. It's quite, quite, quite affordable, but I think what's been really, really, um, a breath of fresh air for me is like, again, I know you wouldn't take me to a dog track. I'm sure there are dog tracks, but the courses we've played, especially at the prices we're playing them, uh, the floor is very, very high. Not just from like, like, wow, these are, there are a lot of really good holes here. Yeah. There are some stupid ones that you'll identify when we get into the, you know, the, your, your Peter Jacobson fuck you holes. But I have heard you talk about a lot about Portland golf. And I think for me, just seeing like, wow, like, Getting to play this place for twenty five dollars, does it have flaws? Yeah, some. Are the greens really good? Absolutely. And granted, one thing we'll kind of give some context on as well. You know, I've heard every fucking person talk about this, and I get it because uh, of how you know because of how wet it's been. But it's the wettest spring in eighty one years. Eighty one years. It's yeah. We're in the middle of June, and we're still getting dumped on. And usually by end of April, beginning of May, it's starting to lighten up and we might be getting one or two days of rain, you know, mm-hmm. every, every 10 days. 
which is pretty light for Portland yeah. and very doable. Um, but right now, I mean, it's like five days of rain, two days off, five days of rain. And luckily it's starting to look like it's opening up and warming up a little bit. Right as I'm leaving town. Right as you, yeah. I mean, you came into town. We had a beautiful week prior. The day you show up, it's dumping. Yeah. Yeah, we left the Bay Area and it was 82 degrees. We were sweating. We landed in Portland and it's like 50, 50 and, uh, and, and raining. Crazy. But, I mean, the thing I will say that's been nice is like the courses have definitely been a little wet. Uh, the ones we've played, again, shout out to you, have drained really, really well. But what has been awesome is, I mean, these places are lush. Like, I yes. emphasize how lush these places are. But... You know, I'm used to coming from places, you know, I guess courses in Atlanta are lush enough. Like coming from the Bay Area where it's... Well, you got water restrictions and, and drought. Begging and, for water. Yeah. And these so, places are just green as... Green, just fucking green. You come from baked out, you know, courses like Wente and, and Chardonnay and, um, you know, Calipe and stuff. When it becomes summertime, I mean, yeah. half the course is brown. Yeah. Because they just they have to water the important parts and they have to leave the rest the way it is where in Portland, like water is, is in abundance. Like, I mean, it's everywhere. Um, and then when we do get really big, um, you know, extended winters that create so much rain, I mean, we get these lush conditions. So the summertime golf this year, if anybody's listening and you want to get out somewhere to play, travel to play golf, Come up to Portland. Um, that it's yeah. going to be probably the best conditions. Up, it's going to be oh. unbelievable. It's going to be incredible because I mean these courses are so bright green right now. I mean like too green almost. Yeah, it, it almost looks fake um, at, at this point, but they're just gorgeous. And the courses that we got to play, I made sure because of how wet it's been that I yeah. picked all courses that drain really well, and I. For how much it's dumped in the last week, um, I don't think we really had that many plug balls or or anything like that. And, you know, it even rained on us on our round on Friday, which was, you know, comical. We were out there with uh, with our boy Bradley um, and we were out there with Zach from Northwest Golf Guys. Yeah. And that was that was fun time. But yeah, yeah, it's been it's been pretty great and can't wait tomorrow. We. You finally get to see um, the Muni of all Munis in the Pacific Northwest uh, Wildwood. Yeah, I can't wait. I think because we've had um, we've really had kind of a, a a bunch of variety, which again I expect nothing nothing less from you. So on Tuesday I played Chehalem Glen, uh, not with you because you were you were working. I was able to sneak out of work a little. And early. Peter Jacobson design, fuck yeah. Peter. <laughs> With a uh, friend of the pod, Christian Park, and uh, one of my, well, Liz's buddies who's becoming my buddy, uh, Luke Nelson. Um, and it was wet, but um, I, I think that that place was great. Uh, again, we're not going to give a bunch of takes, but just kind of give you a, a wet, wet the whistle a little bit. It's in, I think it's in Woodburn. I'm trying to learn Portland. Um, so Shahalem Glen technically is like in Woodburn. It's just like just south of like Tiger Tualatin, probably about 25, 30 minutes of central, like downtown Portland. Yeah. So they were, yeah, they were saying like 40 minutes for them yeah. uh, living in Portland. So yep. really good. I think what we'll kind of talk a lot about the theme there is sort of like bipolar nines, uh, a front nine that looks 
and feels nothing kind of like the back nine in so many ways. Uh, but again, I think we played there for it was $25 to, uh, to walk. Um, so just, just wonderful there. Uh, Thursday we played Waverly, uh, again, thank you, Nick. That was wonderful. Um, yesterday we played Stone Creek. Uh, wow. Like, I don't know. Like it, it, Usually when I say something feels like it's out of golden tea, that's a negative thing. Uh, it didn't feel that way at all, uh, especially too, because again, I think there's this, people know this, who listen to this podcast, but I think the big thing that to call out in situations like this is I am from the South living in California. I think just like Stone Creek really kind of like shows off. Pacific Northwest. Yeah. And so like it, it, it sort of like stimulated my brain in a way that like I would expect it not to for you because yeah. like you've seen it, you get it. We're like you're back on those holes, like the holes you kind of dislike, like 13, 14, 15. You're just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, like it's, you're like, it's like a prairie and there's like there's like a wildlife reserve on that par three. Um, and again, I think I know we paid a little bit more because we we carded, which was actually a, a mistake. That we'll yes, talk about, we but did. Uh, I think, Big mistake. I think Zach said it was um, like 32 bucks. And again, we teed up after five o'clock, but still really, really good deal. And guys, I can confirm. I saw Chris with a golf bag on his shoulders because they cut off his golf cart, our golf cart at 845. Uh, but Chris had to install the strap on his bag. Yep. Uh, but I did see Chris carry his golf bag for a couple holes. So that definitely got the juices going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had a strict policy of having the cart back at 845. Which, we, which were, is very we were running into like d- pretty much like sun was setting on us through 1718. Yeah. Um, so I had to skip a hole. Um, Thank you for doing that. To go bring the uh, to bring the cart back because Ashton was in a match against Zach. Um, and uh, this was the the match play for technically it's, the, it's, it's weird it's norcal golf guys yes because they had they had an odd number so zach paired me against him weirdly we talk all the time we never play golf together but the irony is we played together and one of his courses is, and we'll just course. we'll just say this zach decided that he was going to talk a little bit of trash prior to going out to this round your words not mine your words not mine Sending Ashton a, uh, a uh, if you're going to come at me on a home course <laughs> that uh, I think the quote was, if you if we're if you're going to play golf against me in Portland, you're playing for your life, which, you know what? All I'll say to bury the lead there. I'm, I'm alive. You're alive. That, that's, and a, that's it. That's, that's it. it. I'm alive. That's it. Round two. Round two. And then today, I actually want you to kind of give the little summary because, I mean, the, I, the, I view this as your track now. Like, this is your track. So this is what I would now consider my home track um, or the one that I prefer the most down here near the Salem area. It's actually in Corvallis. Um, so if anybody knows where Oregon State is, this is the Oregon State uh, Beavs course called Tristan Tree, which is funny story, and we'll get into it. There's a funny history behind um why they call it tristan tree uh but we'll get into that in its individual 
uh, episode because um, it's going to be a four-part series following this uh, with the four courses that Ashton got to play while he was in the Pacific Northwest. So it's going to be cool. But Tristan Tree is now my home course. Um, it's super cool, man. Great redesign uh, done by... Um, done by the same guy that did uh bannon crossings and the name uh dan hickson oh I, um you said that i i can't believe i played that course all day and didn't think about it, it was dan hickson yeah dan hickson redesign and he yeah, you so, know so cool. he's done so many great courses in the pacific northwest um if you I ever mean, get out to walla walla to. you gotta get him try to get him on i know, we, you, I know you try you, you've like dean his wife right i've chatted with him i need to set a date we're, we're gonna get dan on um, it's going to be great to talk to him because his story is super cool because he was a PGA professional yeah. that legitimately changed his career by just changing the name on his office door from PGA pro to architect. That's super cool. No, no design school didn't yeah. do this for a living, decided he wanted to change careers in the golf industry and started you know, redesigning bunkers and greens and stuff like that around Portland uh, that led to him getting the contract to build Bannon Crossings. And then now one of the best public courses in the United States uh, called Wine Valley out yeah. in Walla Walla. I thought you were going to say Tristan Tree. I was like, wait, it was great. No, no, no. no. Who is giving it that distinction? No. No, but I've heard Wine Valley sick. And Wine think, Valley is incredible. I think it also sort of like blew up a little bit just because, you know, Shane Bacon is now a pretty big deal. Shane Bacon got his first hole in one there. Yeah. You've been kind of following Shane for a while. He did it at a bachelor party at Wine Valley, but that's another place we got to go. Wine Valley is great. And they're, have you it, played there? I have played there once. Um, me and the wife went to Tri Cities. Um, and for wine tasting and stuff like that out there. And then on the way back, she gave me the privilege to be able to stop there and, and, you have and such play a, around. You have such a lovely wife. Like, cause I mean, I remember that when I, you know, you, when you went back to the Bay area, you just kind of snuck in and played sheep super early. Yep. Wine Valley. Yeah. Anytime I pass a course that's kind of on my bucket list, my wife is pretty cool about either sitting in the cart and reading or just hanging out at the clubhouse and like having a couple drinks and, and hanging out. So and she's had to deal with us today. It's us open Saturday. We've been sitting here screaming at the team, like grant also tough scene. We, we watched the entire broadcast in about two and a half hours. Yeah. We're, we're sitting here screaming at Rory. Like, look, this is going to come out. I don't, Rory's not going to win. Well, and, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, I do not sit there and watch it live. I always record the broadcast and yeah, then fast I'm, forward I'm start, through everything. I'm start doing that. Like, it's so much better. I want to watch it, but like, it's just, just in two hours, not in six. We'll just turn your notifications off on your phone too, because that's what'll get you. If you and, don't and want to know and, results. And ignore all the group chats. Yeah. Too. Like my no laying up chats, they had like 600 messages. Yeah. And that's the thing. I would this live. That was my elbow against Chris's diamond. Um, and that's the thing is like, I ignore all of my group chats. I ignore um, the scores that are on PGA and stuff like that. Yeah. So that that's how I consume golf. So if you guys want to get rid of all the bullshit in, in golf media, just record it and fast forward through the shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, but no, I, I don't want to say too much more because I, I think we're going to start getting into into takes. But but the courses that we'll, – we'll at least give you guys a list of courses that um, we're going to go over in the next four episodes. Um, so, again, 
Um, Shahalem Glenn is going to be one of the first courses that we're going to talk about. Um, we are then going to talk about the second course that we played that is Stone Creek, yeah. um, which was really fun. We got a great story about the, you know, being late for tea time, things like that. It's going to be actually a really fun story to tell you guys. And then, um, third course was the course that we played today, which is Tristan tree down in, uh, Corvallis. And then tomorrow we are playing Wildwood, which is a course that I've been wanting to get Ashton out to. Um, you know, you guys have heard me talk about Wildwood. I absolutely love it. One of my favorite courses, always in pristine shape and I don't expect anything different tomorrow. Yeah, I think my only goal is going to be to not drop $500 in the pro shop because they make some, uh, Ryan over there has been doing some, doing some great work, but yeah, man, no, it's been, it's been a wonderful trip. I've been feeling, uh, a lot of gratitude to feel, I mean, Portland at this point between Liz, uh, and you, obviously I feel like this has become my, uh, my second home. So, uh, it feels really, really great to, to be here and the fact that we get to sneak in um, some very pure, uh, very affordable public golf. Um, pretty damn good because there's some places on some trips, you know, if we play five or, you know, I think I'm going to end up playing five rounds, six rounds. Yep. Uh, you know, you're like, fuck, I spent a lot of money. I, I've not spent a lot of money playing golf and that's sick. I mean, so the average like price of, of a round in Portland is, or around Portland is going to be about $50 before cart or walking <clears throat> at prime time or, you know, on a weekend, um, yeah. you can get twilights for 30, 40 bucks, even cheaper than that. Yeah, like in some places, Glenn, 25, Stone Creek, 32, <clears throat> uh, today, I mean, like today was like, prime, like today was prime time on a Saturday and it was 55. Yep. And I think he charged me for a push card, even though I ended up not using it. But like that, that's just, that's, that's so great. I mean, literally I know I've, mention this too often but you know even for me as a resident 95 on a friday saturday or sunday at presidio it's just like ah it's just enough where it's like wait that's basically two of tristan tree yeah that's crazy that's crazy and i mean i would say the conditions in portland uh you know the thing is we don't get year-round golf here. Yeah, that's true. So, but that that would almost you almost would think that would cause the prices to be higher. Right? It's a scarce resource. You would, you would, but it's the opposite. It, it's kind of the opposite. Um, but the the cost of living out here isn't the cost of what you're going to get in the Bay Area. That's also why you're going to get higher prices because anybody that's heard us talk about Central Oregon golf, the prices are very reasonable. Yeah in central Oregon, um, and in central California. And so, you know, whenever we go to like soul park or we go to Cypress Ridge or Monarch dunes, good prices. Yeah. Um, and that's because you're now leaving the Bay area. Yeah. I mean, even the worst courses like San Ramon and I mean, they're not the, they're not bad courses, but just like your boring, mediocre, you know, local munis around the corner, like San Ramon and San Jose Muni and, you know, things like that are still charging 70 bucks to go play them. And it's like for 50, $60 in Portland. Yeah. I mean, the level that you're getting of, of golf is like four or five times higher 
than what what you're paying at the same price in the Bay Area. Yeah. And the one thing I will say, you know, we're two idiots with a, with a microphone. But the one thing that I do think that has hopefully been helpful for people, though, is, and again, this is where I give you credit, and now I'm sort of uh, passing on the message, is those places in the Bay Area, though, that where it does work, right? I mean, you know, like when people ask me where I play most of my golf, I just kind of rattle off the, the OGs where it's like, and I even specifically say, I'm like, hey, these are prime time, like at prime time. It's like, you know, hey, Metro, 62 bucks. Yep. Uh, Rooster Run, 57 bucks. Uh, you know, Monarch Bay, especially if you like playing that in Twilight, it's like, they're basically free. So I think that's the big thing is just like the places that I beat up the most are the most affordable. And then, yeah, there's times, you know, like uh, when I get back, on Monday, I'm playing a you know, Harding with Hussey and Jack, and it, it's not actually that expensive for me. It's like sixty. You know, they're paying ninety five, but you know, like ninety five for Harding for them. So it, it's really just finding the courses and the opportunities. But yeah, that's the big thing that I felt is like, you know, we walked in there to Chahalem Glen, and Christian was getting, or um, Luke was buying him and Christian. He was paying for Christian, and the guy said like fifty bucks. And, I, and I, in my head, I was like, oh, so, you know, okay, like we're, we're getting 18 and whatever. And then I pay, I wasn't paying attention. The guy goes, 25 bucks. And I go, 25? He goes, oh, yeah. I was like, I thought it was 50. He goes, oh, no, he paid it for two. And I'm like, oh, awesome. And then also small, like small, I say small, but this is important stuff. White claws are three, not three bucks, four bucks, not nine or 10 bucks. So that's all the stuff that's really good. So I'm, I'm, I'm loving Portland golf so far. And, We've played some real proper courses. And I'm, to be clear, I'm not saying Wildwood is not a proper course, but from everything I've heard, it's, you know, it's different. I'm excited to get, you know, I've been playing, you know, Hussey, this is for you. I've you know, been playing the hashtag play it back initiative. So, you know, I played Waverly at 68. I played today Tristan Tree in the wind at 67. I don't, I, I'm kind of excited to hit some hybrids off the tee tomorrow. And just, it, I think tomorrow's going to be fun. Not that yeah. these haven't been fun. Uh, but I've sort of been battling the golf course. I've been wanting to have that challenge where tomorrow I'm ready to like have some fun and like just hang out. I think it's going to be a really good time. Yeah, no, it's going to be good. And that's kind of what I wanted to do when you came up is is give it a different yeah. taste of what we have to offer up here. And that's kind of every time you come up, I've tried you to, just give tried it to the do rain, that. Though. I, when I came up last time, we, we played with Brad. We played Rose City in the rain. Like, yep. I just, I can't. <laughs> We can't win with you. It's just like it, the it, rain comes and no matter when you come. It will happen eventually. But, okay, before we get out here, this is not going to age well. Well, I mean, actually it will because people won't know. Who do you think is going to win the U.S. Open? So, again, this is Saturday night. Who's going to win the U.S. Open? Oh, as of right now. No, no, no. No, that's not the question. Who's going to win the U.S. Open? With what you know. You know with what I know. Um, it's, not, it's not a sure question. I'm going to lean on Rory. I think I think he's gonna we pull it out. Sh- we shit on him all day. I, I know, but I I really think he's gonna come out super hot tomorrow. Okay, microwave man. Yep. I'm gonna go Will Zalatoris. I think he puts. I think he puts good. I think he puts. I mean, dude, he showed some. He showed some gumption today. Yes. Like ball striking was fine, but like man, up and down. The putter doesn't seem to be granted. I mean, I'm gonna get an ulcer if he's got like a six footer on 17. I'm like, we're all going to be dying, but okay. I got Willie Z. Yep. You got Rory. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing this kind of, you know, we'll call it a series. But yeah, I'm just excited to talk about these courses because you've really picked some places that have my brain activated. Like, again, and the fun thing too is my brain for Stone Creek versus like Tristan Tree were activated in completely opposite ways. So yeah. 
it'll be fun to talk about it. Yes, sir. Okay. Can't wait. Okay. Let's get some sleep so we can, uh, <laughs> we got to get Wildwood in. Get Wildwood in. Okay. Peace, buddy. Later, buddy. Thank you.